Welcome to the Wealthy Money Property Podcast, your ultimate resource to unlocking your inner property guru and building a property investment portfolio. Now, introducing your host for the show. Hi there, property magicians. Good evening from Johannesburg. I am flying solo today because my co-host, Bangile Makwakwa, is... um, in Mexico, even though our times work very, very well, we we unfortunately have had to split up because she's got Spanish classes. So I am Dr. Miranda. I am Prop Doc Mom. And find me on all my socials, Prop Doc Mom. I am a property mentor for beginners. I am the co-host of uh, Property Magicians podcast and the co-founder of Property Magicians Property Stockfell. I hope you've heard about our Stockfell. Yeah, the Property Magicians Stockfell is an opportunity for anyone, everyone to um, invest in property without them lifting a finger. And Property Magician Stockfell is the main sponsor for our Property Magicians podcast. Founded in 2021, we have so far raised about 2.6 million rands. We have done four deals with various developers where we have provided equity at a high rate, um, getting high returns for our Property Stockfell participants. Someone who's listening to this might be wondering what is a property stock fell. A stock fell is a collective of people who put money together so that they can buy high ticket items and they can get into real estate without having to wait to get to have your own 100,000, 500,000. We do it as a collective. And this model has been used in Africa for many, 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 many years. Um, we found it here. Some of us have been to university. We have had um, television sets. We have taken children to school using a stock film. I am happy to get into the detail of the stock film. But if you are looking for any more details on our stock film, please go to Wealthy hyphen money.com forward slash stockfell stockfell is spelled s-t-o-k-v-e-l so welcome to episode 116 this is one of those episodes that we've been dreaming about with vangile we in this podcast when we founded this podcast um two years ago we promised ourselves that we are going to be the best podcast, your go-to podcast for Africa real estate investing. And we are beginning that journey. We've sort of started with a few people, but it keeps having its stops and starts. And we thought, let's just try an episode for you. Um, and we are bringing you our pan African, our pan African reality. Um, a real estate agent who is just different in that she her focus is just Africa. I am bringing you today Olufunke Alao. She is a Nigerian real estate um, agent, and she she is the founder and owner of Molab Homes. M O L A B Molab 
homes and she is Nigeria based, but she has clients from all over the world because there are Nigerians all over the world and diasporans who are always looking for real estate opportunities. She therefore has got a Rwanda focus for us today because that's what she's been doing the past quarter. Olufunke is not um, a stranger to our podcast. She's been here before and I cannot remember for the life of me what episode she was on, but she was giving us a perspective on Nigeria and she is um, a qualified a lawyer who decided to become a real estate agent and she does real estate differently. So the, the focus today is Rwanda as a country and Rwanda and real estate and what it what is happening there. So I can't wait to show you what she what she has had. Um, let me put in a disclaimer as well. She had problems with her network. So please, our sound engineer is going to do his best on this, but please listen to this podcast you may just find yourself buying an apartment out in Rwanda and starting your real estate business out there. So let's get into it, people. This is an exciting short episode. It's a Rwanda focus. Here we go. Hi there, Funke. Thank you for Hi. making the time again. To Hi. So happy to be back here. Yeah, property magicians are in for a treat again from you. Um, and what makes it interesting is what you've been doing in the background. We we, we are very excited about this. So Funke, just give us a short synopsis of who you are and who Allow Homes is, because some people might not have listened to your podcast. Just a short one. Who are you and who is Allow Homes? Okay, all right. So I'm going to correct you real quick. It's Molab Homes. Molab, Molab Homes. Yes. Yeah, But my surname is Allow. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're close. Yes, yes, yes Allow. And I like to call myself the Pan African Realtor. I do real estate across Africa. Um, I'm based in. Nigeria currently, but then I have a business connection within different African countries, such as Ghana, Rwanda, and oh Nigeria, as well. Yeah. So, all right. Sorry, your 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 network was wavy, so I oh. yeah, but continue. So Ghana, Nigeria, Rwanda. Yes, and soon Kenya. And some, a bit of Kenya. So this agency is very interesting. So you are, you are growing it um, uh, across Africa. You've decided not to do just one country. Yes. Yeah. So the the reason why we wanted to invite you is just to give people a perspective on Africa and Africa property investing. Let's start with my favorite country. Um, not that Ghana is not, but let's start with Rwanda. <laughs> 
why do you think Rwanda is exciting, uh, Funke? Oh, my goodness. And, and what sort of property, which levels of property? I actually you... fell in love. Yeah, I fell in love with the country. Like, Rwanda is so beautiful, actually. Very peaceful as well. And so organized. Like, when it comes to structure, they've got it in check. I didn't want to leave. I'm like, no, I'm not going back to Lagos. <laughs> but I had to because work was calling. <laughs> yeah. So Rwanda is so, so beautiful. And as we all know, there's a tourism drive right now in Rwanda. And there's a lot of traction in the country because of tourism drive. So yeah. that is also in turn affecting real estate. I'll come to that. But then let's talk more about Rwanda a little bit. The government, like they're very, they're very, organized and they have a vision the way they are running the country shows that it's a vision for rwanda yeah right there's a lot of technology drive as well in rwanda even the cabs you know the yego cabs you have to order them online even the bikes like everything is so syndicated um tech wise so it's so easy you know to live in rwanda without any each the network is good when it comes to internet um yeah. also yeah. Your network is wavy. So it's good. Then the financial system does well because I even opened a company. Uh, yeah, so I think I really do like that country and real estate investment for my clients because in a country so organized like this, it'll be easy to do business and make money. And with the way tourism is going in Rwanda, the old vintage Rwanda drive, if you were, if you were watching um, Afton, or even if you watch um, some Arsenal games, you see that there's actually this um, sponsorship for Rwanda, Visit Rwanda. It's, it's like a campaign going on right now. Yeah. And there's so many people flocking into the country. Even while I was going there, I, the flight was full at the COVID testing place at the, the convention center. Everywhere was packed. I'm like, what's going on in this country? So it's so beautiful. And then we all stayed in apartments. You're paying for real estate. So if you have something in Rwanda in a country that has a high traction, it's just wise because tourists can rent from you, pay you daily, monthly to stay there. Um, you can even rent to locals in the country. And if you're there on a holiday, you can stay in your apartment or um, your holiday stay. And when you're not there, you put it up on holiday rental. So I think Rwanda's Oh, absolutely. So, um, Funke, yes. your, because your network is so wavy, I'm going to ask us to switch off our videos so that we have a peaceful yeah. podcast. <laughs> I, I I love what okay. you're saying about Rwanda. That was my same experience yeah. at the beginning of 2020 with Rwanda. Amazing. And yeah. for the reason that you are saying that... Um, Getting into the country, the first thing you notice it's it's very, it's 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 very geared towards uh, uh, um, inviting and accepting visitors. Do are yeah. you saying then short term rentals are one of the biggest drivers in property, or are there other property markets that you noticed? Okay, so what I was out for was the residential aspect, right? Um, but then I realized that because of the ease of doing business in Rwanda, commercial lettings are also in demand. Okay. So, um, yes, so I think Rwanda is like the, 
38 out of 190 economies is the easiest um, countries to do business in, in the world ranking. Of ease of doing business, the index is about 30th sub Saharan Africa behind Mauritius. Yes, yeah, run a business in the country. Definitely, people are considered an opportunity, but more percent of the GDP in Rwanda. When that is up, people need places to stay and they don't all want to stay in hotels. So, if tourism is yeah. Yes, let's try again. Okay, can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Yeah. So I was I was saying about the ease of doing business in Rwanda. Yeah. Cool. So you said it's the second ranking after Mauritius. Yes, in the World Bank index, the second best ranking in South Africa behind Mauritius um, when it comes to ease of doing business. So from that, you can tell that people are going to start establishing business in the country and that would affect commercial listings. So there will be a high demand for commercial rentals in Rwanda because businesses are going to come in um, to establish. Okay. Are we good? Yes, that is great. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so following that, I was talking about tourism and the impact of that on sure. real estate. But before we go there, I was talking about the ease of doing business. You were asking about other types of real estate that could be in demand in Rwanda. So shop spaces, yeah. office spaces, um, commercial areas generally. Also, where are because Rwanda is really known for agriculture, right? The weather is perfect. Um, they have um, great environment for agriculture. So things like um, farmland will also be in demand or or banned. So definitely, those kind of real estate will also be in demand. Miranda, are we together? Business. So, so when. Yeah, when you when we when we last uh, recorded, you were at a point where you were telling us what tourism opens up in real in terms of real estate. Can you go over that again for us? Yeah, I was saying that in Rwanda currently, tourism generates about forty six percent of the GDP, and yeah. you know what that means. When people are coming to a country, they need roofs over their heads, they need places to stay, and more tourists are now tended towards um, shops, rentals, and um, hotel apartments in quotes, that's the Airbnb types. So buying yeah. uh, something that is suited for that is a good real estate move right now, especially when there's a special campaign going on um, in the country for visiting the country. There's a visit to Rwanda campaign going on. And like I said earlier, if you watch sports, you see a lot of those imprints, um, you know, sponsoring Arsenal, the AFCON as well. There's a lot of visit to Rwanda oh, campaign. Wow. Yeah, so it's so it's so amazing how intentional the country is um, towards um, driving tourism and helping and like, using tourism to actually boost the economy. Mm -hmm. So, would you also say, given that, it, is it easy to 
to to register my real estate um, 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 business in, in in Rwanda if I were to decide to get in there in case yes, someone so is listening. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Back to the ease of doing business um, that I spoke about. The Rwandan um, Economy Board, they are actually yeah. they've actually intentionally made it easy. The RDB, Rwanda Development um, Board. Development they board. So yeah. Yeah, they make it so easy to register your business, get your bank account. However, you have to pay your taxes. And in developed um, country, you do have to pay taxes. Unlike some countries where if you're running a business, um, there's no strict uh, structure for that. So yeah, Rwanda is, is really easy to start a business. I already registered my company there as well. And we've kick-started um, operations. So it's yeah. easy to register a real estate business in Rwanda. You can buy a property through your company and, and run it and make money. Absolutely. Uh, just give, give our listeners an idea how, how, how easy was that opening an account, uh, registering a company and having a bank account? Did it take you two weeks? Did it take you one day? <laughs> so, so I, was, I was there for almost a month. But then before yes. I went to the country, I had done my findings and I got a consultant because I always like to do things the proper way. Sure. So if anyone on the platform would like to register their business, they could contact me or you, hmm. and then um, I'll yeah. link them to the company that helped set up. But it was quite easy um, and seamless. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when you speak about buying um, property in, 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 in Rwanda, would you say, what is what is the mechanism of financing um, real estate in, 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 in Rwanda, generally speaking? Is it... Sorry, I didn't get a question. What is the what? How do people finance um, properties or real estate investments in Rwanda? Is it generated through finance, through banks? Is it cash? What What is your experience? So just, just like any other developed economy, it's a mix of both. You could finance it yourself. You could um, get a finance house to give you a loan or like use mortgage to pay for the property. But the kind of argument that we had with the um, developer was for like a like a, a long-term payment plan. So you could pay for as long as two years, um, depending on your choice. And you know that payment for foreigners is different um, okay. to payment for locals. So okay. we, most of our own clients are Nigerians and Nigerians in diaspora. So I could only speak to the payment structure for them. But as well, if you're, if you're buying from, like if you're South African, you're also a foreigner in Rwanda, right? Although you're an African, you can yeah. pay with the payment plan that we have for our Nigerian clients. Um, Yes, so that's about it. Okay. Um, and what sort of prices are, let's say, apartments and apartments that one could buy for either residential or for short-term rentals in US dollar terms? What are we looking at? Of okay. course, I'm sure I can, I can prepare this time around. Last time I remember that I was doing a lot of Naira because talking about Nigerian market and Nigerians generally price in Naira. However, oh. in Rwanda, they do price in dollars, just like Ghana. So, sure. the, yeah, so the prices are basically in dollars. So we have one bedroom apartment selling for 30K, mm-hmm. um, 30K dollars. Then one bedroom penthouse for mm-hmm. 35K. Mm-hmm. Then there's a two bedroom apartment, that's two bedroom flat for 45K. Mm-hmm. Then we have the three bedroom apartment for 55K. Okay. Then the three bedroom townhouse. Or 60k. Hmm. Okay. Wow. Yeah. 
that is that is that is incredible and and um, the payment and the payment terms depends on who you are buying from but at mola you've got your own payment plans that you actually yes. structure for so three installments 50% down payments and then remaining 50% you can spread across um 12 to 2 years 12 months to 2 years rather yeah okay all right that and yes, it's actually standing. It's not totally off plan like the yeah. other ones we spoke about at yeah, that time. So it's like a community type estate. And Miranda, yes. the best thing about this estate is that it's close to the new um, international airports. You know, currently there's one airport. Yeah, they are building that airport that's supposed to end in 2032 or something. That's yeah. an incredible thing. Yeah. Amazing. And it's a very huge project. And if you know, the, the, the Qatar government is about 60% invested in that airport. Absolutely. So they want to, to expand their operations so that Rwanda can start lifting from other countries, from the US, from Germany, and many other Western countries as well. So, you know, buying something close to the new airport is going to be a very smart business decision because, you know, the CBD will gradually move towards where the airport is. I even heard that the likes of um, some big, I won't mention names, some big um, hospitality brands are also... Um, getting stakes around that area because then if you're close to the airport, it makes your business easy. Tourists and people come into the country can easily lodge, you know, close to where the new airport is going to be. So this estate is actually about 20 minutes drive thereabouts from the new Dussera Airport, the one, the new international airport in Dussera. So it has a lot of um, attractiveness around it. I am so excited to hear about this. Yeah, Rwanda is one of the, my my lovely countries. Do you um and let let's talk a little bit about Ghana now that we have so, so before before we go into Ghana, I must also yes. mention that the estate is it's a self-serving estate. So within the estate, oh. you have um a concierge service. There is um a salon, healthcare center, pharmacy banking services as well, a fresh um, greenery, sporting areas. So it's like it gives you the complete living experience. So even tourists or people that live in the apartments, we don't have to go out in court. I mean, imagine that, right? And you you already... Are actually, what if we think about it, this is attached to it and the amenities that you have. And I must say that in Rwanda, they build to structure, like they build solid structures. And the government is really keen on the quality of the buildings because they do a lot of inspection and quality control. So I'll say um, investing in, in Rwanda is a very good decision because there is a structure and that also reflects in the quality of um, buildings that they produce in Rwanda. I, I can believe you. Um, apparently, uh, the other year when they started with the with the they were been expelled out of um, Rwanda the minute the government found out that they were cutting corners in terms of quality mm -hmm. of building mm -hmm. for, for, for that same airport. So I can I can believe you. They are very very keen, and they are keen on local local skills development so and those yeah. companies were just not fulfilling that they were not mm -hmm. um 
they were not uh, keen on on getting locals on their construction team. So they got a very very early expelled very early in the project. So this is so so exciting for me. Are there any other things that you want to tell people about Rwanda um, that you heard? What about schooling? Because someone who's listening here. Um, will be thinking, is it even a country that I could move to? Is it a country where I could yeah. uh, bring up my children? Mm. Absolutely. I'll say that. Um, also, you know, the government has a policy whereby they pay, I think, for your secondary education, primary and secondary, they, they pay almost half of everything. So they really encourage education um, in Rwanda. And also, there are a lot of universities in Rwanda that offer courses around technology. So it's like technology of right now, because a lot of people that I met there actually migrated into the country just for education. Nigerians from other African countries as well. So, yeah, I think education in Rwanda is good and business generally is not bad at all. So it's Absolutely. good to move to, yeah. And for you, traveling in there as, as, as in, by yourself, did you feel secure? Because security is Absolutely. a huge thing for us. Oh, my gosh. Yes. There were cameras on every street. And then sometimes at night you just see policemen, nice and friendly, just, you know, watching over everybody. Yeah. You know, walking around here, yeah, super safe. Yeah. And everything is like, driven by technology. Like even the cabs, even the local cabs, you know, you order them online. So that made me feel a bit safe. Even the bikes, the Yego bikes as well. I remember. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love, I think my, my best experience was getting into cabs twice and the driver <laughs> would pass you, pass you their password for Wi-Fi. Yeah, that for exactly. me was like, hey, I love this country because they laid out the fiber right through the country. This is such a gem. Okay, this is this is lovely to hear. And what about Ghana? How how did you like Ghana? How and I don't want you to juxtapose them. What is the charm about Ghana? What What is that charm about Ghana? You do the craziest real estate ever. Mm -hmm. So Ghana, they are very forward thinking. I think I like that about them. Um, mm. You know, recently they have um, um, they are one of their tech hubs there in Ghana. Mm -hmm. And the government as well, they're very, um, they're very intentional, just like Rwanda. Yeah. However, I don't really think Ghana is as beautiful as Rwanda, though. But then, they, you know, luxury in, in Ghana is a big deal. Like, so the inspections we went for were majorly luxury properties, and they really know how to do luxury business, in quotes, in Ghana. So ah. I'll give that to them. I'm going to give that to them as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's really safe as well. Yeah. Mm. But did you go there for real estate as well, um, Funke? What did you say? Did you go there for real estate investment um, exploration as well, or were you there for something so, else? I wouldn't be able to speak too much on Ghana because I didn't go there majorly for real estate. I went there to relax, and also I did some inspections there. So, but I think, you know, Ghana is very similar to Nigeria. The only difference is they price their real estate in dollars, one, and it's way more expensive than what we have here in Nigeria. I mean, I a studio see. apartment in, in um, Ghana sells for 68K. Huh? That's, yeah, compared <laughs> to Naira. You know, when it's in, um, the one in Rwanda is 30K, so imagine like double and extra. Um, I know. So, yeah, but then the value, 
even the return on investment is high as well. So I don't think it's oh. a problem you're making your you're breaking even. I see they are used to paying those prices and that's just how it works. Exactly. Are you intending to go back there to do a Absolutely. real estate expert? Uh, 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 we'd love to hear that when you get back. If we get this, yeah, is, this has been, we, and, and I will call this a Rwanda focus uh, podcast because this is <laughs> so incredibly important for real estate investors. I, I mean, I'm very excited about how you are doing real estate and and, and real estate uh, reality because not too many people look at Africa in the same way. So thank you for doing this. And thank we are so going to meet you at the next country, please, if you thank may. Thank you so much. I'm excited to do that again with you. All righty. Um, Funke, I want you to please leave your uh, contact details because someone who's listening to us right now may want to go to to Rwanda and may want to explore Rwanda and I want you to be the link for that. Can you please leave us your the, the best possible way of finding you? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to drop so my my social handle for all my socials is Olufunke sure. Alao. Um, and I have a personal website that anybody can reach me on, www.olufunkealau.com. So yeah. that'll be the easiest way to reach me. Okay, just spell that for us so that people can get it. Olufunke is O-L-U-O-L-U-F-U-N-K-E. Uh-huh. Alau is O-L-A-O. So O-L-U-F-U-N-K-E-A-L-A-O. Yeah.com. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So those are the most reliable. Okay. So you are at Olufunke Alao on Instagram and you share a lot about your Africa travel. Yes. And my business page is Mola Bones, like I said earlier. M O L A B then Bones. Mola Bones. Mola Bones. Absolutely. This has been such an exciting time. Thank you so much for doing this. We'll meet you at the next African country. You are our African <laughs> realtor. Thanks, Emilian. Now on to the journey to magical expansion, where we ask our guests the same five questions we ask every guest. Hi there, property magicians. We are on to our next segment of the show. Let me just remind everyone, Property Magicians podcast is um, sponsored by Property Magicians Property Stockfell, our collective fund that that, um, enables everyone and anyone to invest in real estate. So if you want to join the Stockfell, please do not hesitate to find us at www.wealthy-money.com forward slash Stockfell. Everything about the Stockfell, we even have a frequently asked question script for you there. All the webinars that we've held on the Stockfell and all the developments and the developments that we have invested in as a Stockfell, you will find it there. So, people, I am going to share with you some of the quick wins or the quick lessons that um, that uh, Olufunke or Funke 
gave to us on Rwanda Focus. So just bear with me because today I'm on my own. So I am a little flustered about how to do the podcast on my own. So here we go. Why would you want to choose as a real estate um, investor? Why would you want to choose Rwanda? And that's how we're going to deal with the lessons today. The first thing is when you are investing in a country, you want to check whether it is a stable country. You want to check if it is focused towards now you are living wherever you are living and you want to know if your investment is safe. The Rwanda government is absolutely a stickler for quality and because they are encouraging visitors and investors in their country, they pay lots and lots of attention towards safeguarding our investments. So for me, that's the first thing that I found that I find um, that makes me find Rwanda attractive. The second one is the ease of doing business. Unke shares on the podcast that she registered her company from outside of Rwanda, right? She found herself a consultant who did all the run around of registering a company. But I can personally uh, confirm that because when I was in Rwanda, it took me overnight. It took me less than a day, one and a half day to register a company and open a bank account and have a website as well. All of them happens at the Rwanda Development Board. It happens one-stop shop, just like that. Yes, you stand in queues, one queue, next queue, but the efficiency of that country is just something you just want to talk about all the time. The ease of business. Remember, when we buy our investment real estate, we only buy it in registered companies. And ease of registering a company you are allowed to own um, real estate in there. But which brings me to my third point. Remember, in on our road to getting to, to building wealth, we also have to pay taxes. And Funke referred to it very, very, um, a very important thing to, to think about that when you register your company, you have a bank account in Rwanda, and for you to stay on the right side of the law, you have to pay taxes in Rwanda. So that's how that's how it is in, 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 in Rwanda. And when you are if you are thinking about it, please to always make sure that you are indeed um, you are indeed uh, paying tax in that country. All right. The fourth thing. I have talk, spoken about text. The fourth thing that I really like um, what uh, Funke was talking about is how the country is intentional. It's intentional about visit Rwanda. And the minute a country does a campaign like that about visiting Rwanda, um, it not only attracts tourists, but in terms of real estate, that means you always have a tenant. You always have visitors. You always have someone who's coming to do business in Rwanda who doesn't intend buying a house, but they are able to rent. And they are able to rent your apartment, your house, or whatever it is that you are buying. Right. And then last thing that I, the lesson that I took from 
this podcast is that the Visit Rwanda campaign that apparently you will see if you watch all the AFCON games or you are watching Arsenal game, the Visit, the, the, the Visit Rwanda campaign, what it does, it opens up business for short-term rentals, for commercial rentals because offices and industrial sites for those who want to go into Rwanda and do business in there. That's, that's what it is open for. And residences, residents, sorry, residents. So if I decide to move into Rwanda, the first thing that I probably would do wouldn't be to outright buy a piece of real estate. I would rent for a year or two while I settle down or settle my daughter down or something like that. And therefore, residential property is at a prime and it is something that people want to have. So if you if this podcast hasn't convinced you about doing real estate in Rwanda, I don't know what else is. And thank you for listening. As I said, Property Magicians Podcast is sponsored by Property Magicians, Property Stockfell, the newly labeled Property Stockfell. We have rebranded our Stockfell and um, it is now called Property Magicians, Property Stockfell. So let's see you at episode 117. We hope you have um, enjoyed our Africa Focus podcast. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Thank you for listening, Property Magicians. My name is Vangile Makwakwa, and I am your host on the show. I help people heal their ancestral money stories so that they can fall in love with their bank accounts, become financially free, and live their best lives. So if you would love to increase your income, or you'd love to pay off your debts and increase your savings, contact me. You can contact me on the Wealthy Money website at wealthy-money.com. Again, wealthy-money.com. Or you can email me at vangile at wealthy-money.com. Again, vangile at wealthy-money.com. Find me on Facebook on the Wealthy Money group or on the Wealthy Money page or find me on Twitter and Instagram as vangile makwakwa. Now over to my co-host. Thank you for listening. I am Dr. Miranda Prop Doc, Doc Mum on all the social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm the host of Property Magicians Podcast and I'm a property mentor. I mentor newbie property investors to help them to begin and to take action. Your journey into property investment begins with me from property registration, from property company registration to picking the correct strategy that suits where you are at. Find me on my inbox at Miranda at wealthy-money.com. Again, inbox me at Miranda at wealthymoney.com if you want me to help you start your property journey. Thank you.